BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, welcome back to the Six Rings Canes here. Uh, we've got uh, Jazz and Fish here talking a little bit. What's up, Jazz? About, um, well, you know, it's been a long week, man. So I'm excited to talk a little more, a little more uh, Canes and Clemson as uh, the Miami Hurricanes get set to uh, face off against the Clemson Tigers here at home on Saturday night. Prime time again, baby. So interesting that they, that they put the Hurricanes back on a prime time game after a couple of uh, – Backbreakers uh, for for the Kings, huh? Yeah, I mean they announced it before the last game, but even the last game being in prime time was probably a little bit of a surprise. So yeah, eight PM ACC network. You know, yep. got the big networks out here. Listen, Miami's still in a good spot to um, to. I mean, you know, when you look back at it after seven games, if they can if they can win here and beat Clemson, you're talking about a five and two team. It's a much improved football program from last year. So I think that it's important to. Kind of, um, it's all about perspective, right? So, uh, you know, even coming in, playing hard against a Clemson team who's pretty good but very beatable, uh, is 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 definitely in the cards. And I think Miami can come out and um, if they execute, they play pretty good football. I think they can come out and win this football game. Yeah, and this is another one of those games that we keep. It feels like we we've said this multiple times this year. But it's a big kind of pivot game in terms of what you know, the trajectory of the season, because after this, you got Virginia at home, which is probably your easiest game left. Um, just doesn't mean they're going to win it. They lost to Georgia Tech, but easiest game left. And then at North Carolina State is definitely winnable. Um, you know, if you can get this game, then you might string some stuff together heading into Tallahassee. You know, you could be 7-2 and two in that game. Um, if you lose this, you know, does that then Hank carry over to Virginia? And the next thing you know, you're sitting there at 500. Like, I mean, this is one of those you know, yeah. games that could swing swing either way. And and like you said, this is probably a this is a much more vulnerable Clemson team than the one that's been kicking the Canes' butt on the regular in the last the last few years. Yeah, you don't get that same feeling that you've gotten, you know, in the past of you know even last year, right? Playing playing Clemson, you kind of had a feeling that they were going to come out and and kind of put it on on you um 
this is a different Clemson football team. They are, you know, in a bit of a, a of a retooling process, I guess you could say. Excuse me, a re, uh, you know, a regrouping process per se. They've got, uh, you know, they, they don't have the same elite, crazy, crazy players at, at these skill positions and even on on both sides of the football that you say, whoa. Yeah, there's no way Miami's going to stop T. Higgins or Justin Ross or, um, you know, or tra- tra- uh, Travis Etienne or, you know, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is going to throw it all over the yard. And they don't have those guys that kind of put that fear in you, right? Now, it's not to say they don't have some guys, right? Will Shipley's a hell of a running back. They've got a solid running game and, and Moffa as well, who's another really good running back. You've got the 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 uh, the local kid uh, Troy, I believe, is his first name. Salado, the wide receiver, and of course, Cade uh, Klubnik was number one quarterback in the country a couple years ago. So, you've got some some guys there that that are still very talented. However, they aren't the guys that are just going to completely dominate and take over a football game. Again, <laughs> that's that's not saying that Miami could do something stupid and foolish and allow some of these guys to do that. But I think that if, again, like I said it, I keep repeating myself. If Miami comes out and executes and plays good football, I think they've got a good a good shot, as good a shot as any, to beat beat Clemson and and quite frankly to you know to to put on it put a good showing out there and and really play some you know some really good football. So I think that there's an opportunity. Those guys. You still got to watch out because those guys are really talented on that side of football. Yeah, and just for some context on how lopsided this has been recently, the last four times that these teams have played, obviously Clemson's won all of them, combined score 178 to 30. And that's in four games, 178 points in four games. This Clemson team does not score like that. And I think think it's going to be critical if the Canes make them drive the football. So many big plays against North Carolina. Obviously, the end of the Georgia Tech game, just giving up giving up the big chunk plays to lose it. You know, that's what they can't afford here because what's what's happened to Clemson is they commit a lot of turnovers. They shoot themselves in the foot. They can't make field goals. Their kickers are, are bad. They're 4 of 10 on field goals. So if you force them to execute and drive, 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 you know, the dead zone's your friend keeping them out of it. And don't let them get those big plays and score from far out. They do tend to struggle to finish drives, and they can't really fall back on their kicking game either. So if the Canes, though, if they give up chunk plays like they did last week, you know, Clemson's defense is really good. And trying to come back on them um, is, is not going to be easy. So so they really, to me, that that's really key is just to, to, to force Clemson to earn yards. Because like you said, they have good players. You cannot sleep on, especially their running backs, um, their deep there. So they're going to be able to. They're going to be able to run the football. They have a good offensive line, but you know, let them. You know, make them grind out five yards a carry. Don't give up the fifteen, the twenty yards like we did last week. Um, and and that's how it turns into two hundred and thirty-five yards rushing, right? So it's kind of limiting the chunk plays, force them to earn it. And frankly, this year they fumbled, they've turned it over, they missed field goals, they haven't finished drives. So. So if you force them to do it, there's a decent chance they don't finish some of these drives. And I think that's how the Canes, you know, can can win this game. Yeah, you talked about their their, you know, we we've talked about their offense and how they don't have that elite guy, that guy that's just gonna scare, you know, the bejesus out of you. But on the other on the other side of the football, on the defense, they still got a really, really good defense. And you mentioned that a little bit, Bish, <clears throat> that we still have to put together a game plan to execute on offense because they will take advantage of your mistakes on defense. Uh, we've seen them do it in, in a couple of their games already. Um, 
<laughs> you know, teams that they've played have gotten lucky that their offense stalls or their offense screws up and gives away the ball or can't, like you, like you said, can't hit field goals. But if they had any semblance of, of, of a really good offense over there, that team, that's a different, uh, you know, it's a different story because their defense is really good. So Miami, uh, you know, Coach Dawson, that whole entire staff on that side of the football is going to have to really come up with, you know, a really good game plan to go out there and execute. And not only that, man, you can't have the same mistakes that you had last last week against, you know, against uh, UNC from from your leaders, as you mentioned, Vish, in the, in the podcast earlier this week. Um, you know, TVD's got to have to play a monster game. Obviously, we're not going to see what we saw from Matt Lee again, right? That's, yeah, that's the, the snapping of the football, yes. Yeah, that's not going to happen, right? And, and you know, and, and of course – you know, some of the other flukes things that happened in that game, I just think that at, at some point you got to eliminate those. You can't continue to make those same mistakes. The offensive line is still solid, still very good, right? One of the best probably in the country, top 10, top 15 offensive lines. So you've got to lean on them. You've got to be able to run the football. You've got to be able to continue to give time to TVD. Hopefully he starts to look at, you know, you know, look at different receivers and hit them, make some big big plays, you're going to have to stretch the field a little bit. Because if you if you do this whole thing of throwing the ball 15, 20 times to, uh, uh, to X, I think that uh, this is a type of defense that's really going to be able to capitalize on something like that. You're not going to be able to do anything. So the game plan, the scheme is going to have to be there with Coach Dawson. I think he's going to have to, um, you know, go back to some of the things that he did earlier this season, use a lot of motions, um, you know, redirections, things of that nature. I think you're going to have to see a lot of that for Miami to come out, score some points, and and, and win this game. Right, and and you mentioned the mistakes. I mean that that's how you get blown out, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like if you because you're not going to be able to. I mean, knock on wood, maybe we will, but it's it's unlikely you're just going to be able to go up and down the field and score a bunch of points this game. So even against North Carolina, that first half with all the mistakes, had the lead going to the half because despite the mistakes, we're able to move the football consistently. No one's really done that on Clemson. Even they played Florida State. Florida State didn't really move the ball well. Had one defensive touchdown. Um, so it's – it's their defense is really good, and they could easily be undefeated. Both their losses were just – I mean, that Duke game was one of the most bizarre. Yeah, it was. Just kept driving inside the five-yard line, turning it over. It was the most ridiculous thing I've seen. And then FSU, as you mentioned earlier, you know, they – the kicking got them there as well as they had an easy kick to win the game at the end. They missed, but also FSU only tied the game up on a fumble that they returned for a touchdown when Clemson was driving to go up two scores. So this is not, but then again, they play Wake Forest and they struggle right to the end of the game. Wake Forest is terrible. So it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. This this whole thing has been weird. So you don't know which Clemson team is going to show up, but they have consistently been good defensively. So if there's one thing that they're going to hang their hats, their defense, which again puts the pressure on Shannon Dawson, you know, just you don't have to drive every drive because again, Clemson's offense isn't that good, but right. you need to score points and take your shots and, and make some plays out there and not turn the ball over, not make the big mistakes that they made in the last game, and and you know this this going to be right there for the taking. Then it's a pretty even matchup actually <laughs> when you look at it. It's kind of. It is. It is kind of even. I, th- I think that we might have some more playmakers on the offensive side, but we haven't even spoken about the Miami defense, right? So, um, you know, a lot of people say, yeah, they struggled against UNC. Well, they were put in some bad positions. Miami kept giving up the football. You kept putting them out on the field. They got gassed. 
the lack of depth really hurt them in certain spots. That's why they were able to run the ball so so much and so efficiently, uh, talking about North Carolina. But now, look, you put all that behind you. This is still a very good defense. I still think that this is a, this is a defense that can create, um, you know, some 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 uh, opportunities on that side of the football where they can get the ball back. They can, uh, you know, potentially force some turnovers. But I think it's going to be important for, you know, Vish, you mentioned this a couple days ago on, on the show. Uh, it, it, that secondary, specifically the safeties, right, with Cam Kitchens and James Williams, really didn't have their best game, right? We we kept signaling out, you know, one of them making a mistake or being too aggressive. And, look, Cam is an all-American safety. He didn't play like it last week because I think he was trying to do way too much. He was playing, you know, he he wasn't playing within the system. He was kind of freelancing out there. And you saw that. You know, I, th- I think that you've got to have, you know, whoever whoever's managing that secondary, whether it's Jamila Dye or, you know, or or Lance Gidry, whoever you want to whoever you want to talk about, they're going to have to sit him down, sit James Williams down and say, hey, you got to stop trying to be a hero. You got to stop trying to be Superman out there and playing just freelancing around and trying to just bite on stuff and be aggressive. Play within the system. Play within this defense. It is going to allow you to make some plays. But if you're out there freelancing, guys are going to get behind you. You're going to, you know, you're not going to have the proper communication with your corners, with your with your other, you know, with your other guys in the secondary, and you're going to end up giving up some big plays. And that happened last week. I think that it's going to start with them. I think if the front seven can get a little bit of pressure on K Klubnik, I think that'll they'll be okay. But I think the most important part is that that safety group that they they kind of get back to form. I would throw the linebackers in there as well. Um, they, the, Clemson is going to run the ball. That's what they're going to try and do. And, you know, our linebackers have struggled the last couple of weeks, uh, in particular last week. Um, and some, some of it was tackling and things of that nature. they got got to be clean. Kind of goes back to forcing Clemson to earn their points. Uh, and, and actually the safeties and linebackers together <laughs> got to help stop the run. Um and and but yeah, I, I think there. I think the last few weeks have been been rough for for our linebackers, which we kind of knew was a position of weakness coming into the year, and it's kind of showed itself as we've entered conference play. So this is a big, big week for them. I wonder if we see even more of like Corey Flag out there. If I think he will, he's the one. He's one of them that's been playing he, again, <laughs> the most consistent linebacker. It's got to be him, and 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 maybe you know maybe Malgoa to you know or Malanoa to to some extent. He hasn't really. Done anything too bad, but uh, I think you're gonna have to see some more, some more Corey Flag. Whoever's in there, that's gonna be consistent. I don't care who it is, man. And I think that's what they're looking for because Cloyd and, and Maunoa are, are just so up and down. And and you, I mean, you're never gonna get the the dominating performance from Corey Flag, but you're never gonna get the bad one either. Right. And, and I think more and more, I saw him get a lot more out. It was out there a lot more against. Uh, North Carolina, and I think that's going to continue here, especially if Clemson's running the ball well. I think he keeps proving himself to be a, a really good linebacker, man. And I know that everybody continues to doubt him, and he just, you know, what yeah. he does, the things that he does well, he does them well. Yeah. The things that he does it, he does it. That's it. That's 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 what you're going to get with Corey Flag. And even West has, is, is still not. not yeah, no, he's still up and down. I think I think 
That's why the coaches like flag. You know what you're going to get. It's so much easier to put a guy in the game and you know what you're going to get out of him. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, you know what I'm, what I'm, what's going to be interesting to see is you know the lack of playmaking ability from the from the ends, uh, aside from Ruben Bain, because he's he's an absolute animal uh, out yeah. there. Uh, it, it's unbelievable the amount of pressures he gets on, on on the quarterback, and he's everywhere, right? Whether he's playing inside or outside. But on the other side, you're not getting consistent play from anybody. Whether it's Nigel Kelly, whether it's uh, Harvey or Chance Williams, whoever it is that you're putting on that side. Obviously, Mesidor is hurt. Hopefully, we can get him back soon, but. You're not getting consistent play there. You started to see towards the end of the game, started to see Miami, you know, Coach Cristobal put Jaden Wayne out there, right? And he's starting to play a little bit more. He's very talented. He's young, so he's going to make some mistakes. But he's out there. He's hustling. He's playing really well. He played He played decent against UNC. I'm, some, I'm interested to see if you're going to see more of Jaden Wayne this game, um, kind of match up with either Bain or, or one of the other, you know, I guess older guys because uh, you need more consistency from that side of the football, or from the opposite side of wherever Bain is. You know what right. you need from Bain. Um, and then the middle, very disappointing season so far for Leonard Taylor. Uh, obviously, you know guys like Hunt and Branson Dean are playing okay, but you can't, you, you don't have the depth there that you thought you would, that I thought they would. And so you're gonna have to get better play from the guys that are playing. Um, because if you don't, then 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 Vince, honestly, Will Shipley's going to run all over them, and you can't have that happen. Right, and we, and we know that they're susceptible to that after last week. So coming into the – I said this on the show on Monday too, but was the number one run defense in the country, and North Carolina hit hit them for 235. Yep. That, and, and, you know, Clemson's probably a better running game team with their running backs and their run game than the North Carolina. Is. Overall, so, yes. I, I think now, you don't have to worry nearly as much about the pass so you can commit more resources to stopping the run. But if you're able to go, like you said, up the middle and, and push out our tackles, like Leonard Taylor's got to step up and plug gaps there. That is his job, and we need that from him. Because like, if you go, you know, we can talk about the ends and the linebackers, the safety. If you're getting gashing right up the middle off guard or off center, you know, by the time those guys are in position to make the play, you're already five or six yards down the field. It's so it's really important that up the middle, like you said, they step up and 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 def- and and really plug their gaps. And then, yeah, I've been a little bit disappointed in Nigel League so far as well. He's got an extended run, hasn't really made a mark. And like you said, Jaden Wayne has. So I kind of, I think, um, I, I think, uh, I think we're gonna see. Uh, see Jane Wayne play more and I'm op- hopeful that 
we're also able to rotate Ruben Bain some more than we were able to. Because it's, it's it's a lot to ask a true freshman to play that yeah, much. Yeah, you, you need Harvey. You need Chance Williams. You need those guys, those guys to step up. I mean, uh, I mean, you need Kelly, of course. You yeah. know, you know, to, to step up as well, so that you can give a guy like Bain some rest, so you can play those guys opposite ends and then give him a break. So it's going to be interesting to see with uh, with that defense how they match up against the run game with Clemson. Um, what are your keys to the game? I guess give us a key to the game and maybe your prediction, Bish, uh, of how this one goes down. To me, I mean, this is a cliche key to the game, but turnovers. Yeah. Both both these teams have lost games because they could not. If you look at the, those both the games, turnover disasters for both teams. Um, that's they both have two losses. Like I said, they're actually if you look at them, they could both be sitting there. We just didn't shoot ourselves in the foot. We'd be undefeated, and they both have losses, and both have a blowout loss where they actually should have won the game but turned it over so much they got blown out. I mean, it was very similar. And they completely blew a game they should have won. <laughs> so so they're both both in the same boat there. And neither of them have been able to consistently play clean. So um, so to me, that's the big thing. Which team is going to – is it just going to be a slop fest where each team turns it over four times? Or is oh, it going to be – I mean, I, I, it's, not, it's on the table. But I think, I think at least one of the teams will play clean and that team will win. Fair enough. Fair enough. What about you? I, what are your keys? You know, I, I think that the key to the game on the offensive side of the football is for TBD to kind of play, you know, play better, right? He's going to have to step up and, and lead this this offense. Uh, he's going to have to make better reads, better decisions with the football. And I think that if uh, he plays one of those Texas A&M style games, I think that, you know, we're, we're going to kick their, their butts, right, up and down the field. So uh, for me, the key – on offense is definitely TVD's play, which, of course, right at the end of the day has to do with turnovers. Don't turn over the ball. Don't turn the ball over, TVD. Make the right reads. Find the guys that are open. Score some score some points. Protect the football. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, I meant, uh, the, on, uh, excuse me, on the defensive side of the ball, I mentioned it already, right, the safeties. I think uh, if the uh, safeties are not out there doing whatever the hell they want, and they're playing within the system, within the scheme, and and and, and you know not freelancing so much and, and kind of taking too many chances. I think that they could be an integral part in the run game and also uh, potentially forcing some turnovers and and uh, and making some plays as well for this defense. I think that those are the two big keys for me uh, in order for for them to to get the job done. What uh you want? I you know I hate doing scores, but I guess we got to do a score prediction, right? Well, we should start with uh, the spread is Clemson minus what do I have? Three and a half. Okay, yeah, uh, that is that's the that's the line. Now, generally, the home team gets a bump, so they think they're about a touchdown good here. Yep, yep. So, all right, I'll start. I'll start. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll here. go twenty-seven, twenty-one, Miami. Ooh, picking the picking the home upset here, huh? Yeah, I think Miami. I mean, would you be surprised if Miami wins this game? Absolutely not. I, I like I've been saying these teams are very even. They have like the six. Clemson's defense is better. Miami's offense is better, but right. they're, they're they're very similar in that they make too many mistakes. Their record should be better than it is, and you kind of can't trust them. <laughs> and it's like and you get two of those together, someone's gonna win, and 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 you're gonna say, I could see that coming. This team fumbled three times in the red zone against Duke. Of course they lost this game, and vice versa. Like 
like everything that the Canes did last week. They don't even know how to kneel the ball. Like, I mean, this is all you can always after you're going to be able to reverse engineer. And I saw it come in after this game. Um, I have the Canes winning too, uh, 23 to 14. Okay. Kicking a lot of field goals. Yeah. That is a big advantage. That is the big actually that is the biggest advantage in this entire game is for our gals special teams, right? Versus whichever kicker Clemson's running, because they run a couple out there and neither of them seems to be able to kick. Yeah, is it the Wolf of Wall Street or if it, or is it the other <laughs> who knows? Who knows who they're gonna get? I mean, yeah, I think we we both are on similar, you know, similar wavelengths when it comes to, you know, it's not gonna be a super high scoring game. It's not gonna be you know, they're going to drag it out a little bit, and I think maybe, you know, Miami scores a late touchdown or hits a late field goal or something like that to kind of make it, you know, that six-point game. But I think it's going to be tight all the way through. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun game, an exciting game, and I think Miami bounces back. This is a mentally tough team. Yeah, they are. I think and, they do it. And there was a lot of talk last week, like, how would they mentally recover from Georgia? Like, I think they were fine mentally. It was it, it was the football aspects that got them, not the, not the mental – Mental aspects. I agree. I agree. And, and, you know, this is an opportunity. Like I said, Clemson's been killing us. Right. That they've not only beat us four in a row, these games have not been competitive at all. They've dominated us completely. Yeah, like in contrast to, you know, they're talking, you know, as I was talking, well, Mac Brown keeps beating the Canes. Like last year, driving down at the end and had the interception when it got batted up in the air. Um, you know, there's the fourth in, in, in 15 or whatever when Manny Diaz was there. Um, like, like, there's been a couple of blows, but a lot of those games have been like last possession, last play of the game stuff. These Clemson games have been over two minutes into them, yeah. So, like, these have not even been competitive for like a quarter, right? So, so this is an opportunity. To, I, I know it's a down Clemson team. It's an opportunity to really, you know, do something this this program has been struggling to do, which is beat this team. I agree. I agree. It's gonna be fun. Make sure you guys, uh, you know, check it out if you're out at the stadium. And you uh, see us hanging out. We're usually in the green lot. Make sure you say what's up. Talk to us. We'll be out there um, uh, chopping it up with with Canes fans. So make sure you check, check us out there. You can always follow us on Twitter at Six Rings Canes. And, of course, every Monday night at 8.30 p.m. on the Five Rings and Sports YouTube channel. Check out the Six Rings Canes show with myself, Vish. DJ Danny Gillette and uh, and Larry Bluestein. Is that other guy? Oh yeah, Larry Bluestein. Yeah, you know that guy, the, <laughs> the, the the legendary Larry Bluestein. So make sure you check us out uh, on Monday nights, and uh, of course we'll have some more uh, podcast content for you like this. Shout out to uh, our sponsors, Black Coral Rum and PriceFix.com as well, and uh, should be fun. Yeah, again, just stay tuned to the podcast feed. There, anytime a thought comes into our heads, we throw it up here. So. <laughs> there's there's stuff all over this feed you're not seeing if you're just watching on YouTube. Exactly. So make exactly. sure you well if you got this, if you got this, you're on the right place. But keep refreshing. You're gonna see all sorts of stuff here. You can't get this stuff on YouTube, only on the podcast. So make sure you subscribe uh wherever you get your podcast podcast. We will see you all on Saturday. Go Kaint. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.